Hey, and welcome to the Meditations and Musings podcast. I'm Elena Lipson. I'm a mama, I'm a wife, and I'm the founder of the Divine Self-Care Circle membership and the Virtual Retreat Academy. I don't believe that you have to sacrifice your body, your health, or your family in order to create true abundance and prosperity. I believe in living based on the divine feminine metrics of success, and these include pleasure, play, ease, grace, and a slower pace. Each week, I'll bring you one to two new episodes. One of these will be a guided meditation that you don't have to do on the meditation pillow, and the other will be a conversation to help you access your inner wisdom, to ignite abundance, and inspire others to do the same. I invite you to join me on this journey back to the magic of a divinely aligned and well-cared-for you. And now, join me for today's episode. Welcome back to the Meditations and Musings podcast. This is Elena Lipson, your self-care coach and your inner work mentor. This is our 200th episode, 200. I can hardly believe it. I was just reflecting back with the amazing podcast editor I have, how supported I feel, how grateful I feel that I'm able to do what I love to do, be supported, and reach thousands and thousands and thousands of people all around the world. I get daily updates about how my podcast is doing in different countries, and it's literally hit like every country out there. It's so amazing to think that right now, wherever you are in the world, in your community, in your home, with your children, with your family, that you are listening to me speaking with you. And that is one of the things that I absolutely have always loved and adored about technology. I've always loved technology. I used to build websites. I used to manage computer networks. I used to teach technology. And I've never once, well, there are definitely things about it that can be frustrating and addictive and all those things. But in general, I love technology because your impact, your capacity and ability to reach people all over the world, and especially the people who need to hear what you have to say is incredible. So I thought that I would take some time to share with you what I learned from recording 200 episodes every single week for the last three years and how the lessons and what I've been through and what I've learned can help you trust yourself more and more specifically trust you to do it your way. And I'm not saying that everyone needs to go start a podcast. You do whatever you want to do. But what I am saying is, and what I'm hoping you gain from this, the takeaway is that once you commit to something, it is very important that the thing you commit to is meaningful to you because the success might not come right away. It might not come for a long time, right? I've been doing this for three years now. And in some ways I've hit the goals that I've wanted to hit. And in other ways, I'm still figuring it out. And I remember hearing the statistic that only 1% of podcasters ever get to episode 100. So that was my initial goal. Like I am going to be that 1%. And I bet it's even less for people who get to 200 episodes. So now, and I don't have this figured out yet, but I need to set a new goal for myself. Um, I don't know if it's 300 episodes or 500 episodes. I don't know what that is, right? I'm really intuitive when it comes to navigating aspects of my life and my business. 
and I'm very committed to my sacred promises in my life and my business. Now, this isn't always true. (laughs) There's definitely times where I'm like, oh God, I totally didn't do what I said I was going to do. And it's mostly for myself. Like I'm actually much more accountable to other people than I am to myself. And you probably find that is true for you as well because you're human, just like I am. And magical, of course. So um, I want to share with you these, I think they're about 11 lessons, but I'm sure I'll plop in a few more along the way as they occur to me. So I've got my notes here, but I'm also open to my divine downloads as they come. So I want you to listen to this and hold in mind something that either A, you've already started, but it's feeling a little wobbly, or something that you really, really wanted to start for a long time, but have been putting off. So for full transparency, I wanted to start my podcast for about a year before I actually did. And it took me a while to figure out like, what was I going to call it? What was I going to talk about? There's so much, like I already have a membership. I already do other social media stuff. Do I need to do this? But yet the calling kept coming through, kept coming through, kept coming through. And if you listen to episode number one, yes, it was good. (laughs) I do think it was good because I wasn't a novice to speaking and sharing my ideas. I'm a teacher, but, um, or a teacher in personal development world, right? Not in the classroom of like kids or anything. Um, But what I, the way I record now is much more intuitive, much more spontaneous sometimes, sometimes planned. It's just a different energy and I trust it deeply. Do I ever question doing the podcast? Yeah, sometimes I do. It is an investment. It's a financial investment for me. It's not free, right? Even though you're listening to it on a free platform, it's not free for me to record it. I have to host um, my recording software. I have to have a microphone of good quality that I've upgraded a few times now. I have an editor. I have a VA like, who helps me post the, the episodes and send out emails. So it's, it's quite significant investment for me. So when you're listening, just know that the thing you want to do will have costs associated with it, whether it's time, energy, or money. And this is all three for me. So let's go ahead and jump in. So the first lesson that I want to share with you is what I kind of have been talking about, which is you can do hard things. Just because you're excited about something and really, really want to do it, and that's the energy that I inspire all of my clients and circle members to follow, doesn't mean that aspects of it won't be difficult, right? You'll still be distracting yourself. (laughs) You'll still find the negative self-talk. You'll still have doubts, but you can do it. You can do something. You can get over that hurdle. There's lots of wonderful, you know, habit forming tools that I teach in the circle, we basically have to learn how to navigate through our own inner obstacles, but you can totally do hard things. Lesson number two is it won't always be very obvious what the next 10 steps are, but you can take the next one step. And I firmly, firmly believe that you actually don't need to know and actually aren't meant to know the next 10 steps, only the next one, maybe two or three. And the reason that's so important is because I can't tell you how many times I've started a project and then when I started and started in on it, it pivots along the way because as I begin in the energy of the project and I start implementing, I get new ideas that you would not have received unless you were doing that thing, right? So it's not, um, sometimes people think it's inspiration and confidence and then action. It's the other way around. (laughs) First, you take the action then you get inspired and then you get confidence. 
So all you really need to know is the next thing. Like I am inspired to do this, whatever it is, fill in the blank. And don't feel like you need to know the next five years because I don't know what the next five years hold. I really don't. <laughs> I know I love that saying like man makes plans and God laughs. I love that. And it shouldn't be scary. It should just be opportunity, right? You don't know what's coming around the bend. You don't know what amazing things are coming. Yes, you can be of the mindset. You don't know what horrible things are coming. And we certainly have enough physical proof of that in our world. But you are here because you are inspired by something I'm saying. <laughs> so I'm here to remind you that both are true, right? The, the law of opposites are true. Not all bad, not all good. And nothing in between is, is promised. So you get to choose the thoughts that you think, the actions you take, and how you perceive what's going on around you. <clears throat> oh, I wish I brought some water. Someone bring me water. <laughs> maybe, maybe my husband will hear me downstairs and just bring me water. Okay, number three. You absolutely must, must, must do it your own way. So if you're going to start a podcast, write a book, start a business, move, change your wardrobe, <laughs> decorate your house, whatever it is you want to do, it is absolutely crucial that you do it your own way. Now, this doesn't mean that you won't get inspiration from other places or people. It doesn't mean that you won't get ideas or support from other people. But when it comes down to execution of the thing, doing it your own way will guarantee that you will keep going past the first few challenges when, and the challenges will come. You'll have uh, days that you're sick when you're supposed to record or you like, for example, for me, <laughs> those are some examples, um, or my microphone isn't working or I recorded, but the, I forgot to hit record and all kinds of things. That is very easy to give yourself the excuse to give up. But if it's mine and I love it, I'm going to do it anyway. <laughs> right? And that, I found that to be really, really true. And the other way to support you doing it your own way, which is actually based on another tip later, but just get support from the beginning or wherever you are right now. No, you don't have to do it alone. And that doesn't mean you have to pay hundreds of dollars, you know, the way I do to get to get the support you need. Depending on the thing that you want to do, you can have peer support. You can have a friend who's supportive. You can have a coach who's supportive. You can collaborate with someone and do it together, but you don't have to do it alone. Okay. Lesson number four is set goals for yourself but navigate with intuition because then obstacles become opportunities. And whenever you hit an obstacle or a doubt or whatever it is, you have your intuition to come back to and say, okay, how am I going to navigate from here? What is working here for me? What isn't working here for me? You can have a bigger goal, but the way it's executed will be maybe different from what you imagined, right? And the way you decide to, um, I don't know, like for me, for example, I'm writing a book right now, which I'll be sharing more and more about as we get closer to the date of launch. Um, but I had this rule in my head that I can only write in coffee shops, <laughs> because that's how I love to write. I love to have my little earbuds in with music playing and um, or binaural beats. And I love having people around me, but I'm just kind of focused on my little zone. It's, it's for me energetically really powerful. But then pandemic hit, and I can't just go sit in a coffee shop every day, or a few times a week to write. So I basically, you know, didn't let that stop me from writing, but I asked myself what would feel really good. So instead, I decided to write early in the morning when I woke up, I would take an hour and go through like a chapter a day. And I did in a week, I, I wrote like 
six chapters. It was incredible. And I realized another place I like to write is in bed with a cup of coffee and a pillow and my dog. So I basically navigated with my intuition and tried something different. It worked out. So make sure you set your goal, but make sure that you know that you'll have to just change things along the way, which leads me to lesson number five, which is pivot along the way if something isn't working. And don't be afraid to change your mind. Like changing your mind is a powerful tool that you have. It also goes hand in hand with discernment. You get to choose if something's working or not working. You're the boss. <laughs> you get to choose how to shift things or just try it a different way or take a break and see it from a new perspective. But be discerning and change your mind if you need to. All right, lesson number six is be fully you. What do I mean by that? <laughs> be fully you. This is partially doing it your own way, but there's a tendency that I see and I've experienced myself <laughs> is that I feel like, like some things are okay to share and some things aren't. And I create these rules about, you know, what I would record or share online. And is this, how is it going to be perceived? And what are other people going to think about it? And over time, you realize, especially as we live more of life, we realize that most people spend time thinking more about themselves than you anyway. And you're going to be judged regardless of what you do or don't do. So you might as well do you, right? And know this will definitely evolve as you go, but as long as you're staying centered, the storms and the changes and the seasons around you will definitely have different requirements of you and for you, especially with your family, as your family grows, as your kids get older, as your life circumstances change. But as long as you are, you are centered along the way, you will still be able to show up being fully you. And again, I want to say this again because it's worth saying twice. People are going to judge you no matter what you do or don't do or decide to do or not to do. So it is permission granting for yourself to do it your way. I mean, I've had clients over the years who are super introverted, self-described super introverted, and yet are very, very successful with online business. And you would think like, well, how do they do that? Because don't they just freak out when they need to go live or write or whatever, show up? But I'm thinking of one specific client and she is amazing. She actually created a whole coaching program for women just like her, entrepreneurs who are more on the introverted side, but still have something really powerful to offer. And so she caters specifically to the, that audience. And this is the power of being fully you, because when you are fully you, the people who need what you got are going to resonate with you. When you're trying to be something or someone else, people sense that shit. Like they see it. <laughs> like they won't even know why, but something just feels off. And you know, you've met people like this where you're like, they're saying one thing, but you're feeling something different. Not necessarily dangerous. That's just something to consider as well. But I'm saying, like, you, you can just tell when someone's trying to be something. And I always feel a little bit of like, oh, <laughs> I'm sorry, you don't feel like you can be yourself. And I don't need to be around it, you know? I mean, obviously, depending on who it is. And, you know, to some extent, we all do it. Like, we all adapt to situations, and we have different aspects of ourselves that meet 
in different situations. Like I can have a different mom hat on when I'm speaking with my son than I have, you know, my wife hat on when I'm speaking with my husband, but me is still me. Like at the core, I still get to decide who I am. And of course, I think my intention is to just be who I am regardless of the situation because I can be so adaptable and I am so sensitive to other people that I can start to like, I don't know, I feel like I can bring a different version of me, but that's not fully authentic in situations unless I'm not, you know, unless I'm fully present to myself. And then I just don't have to worry about like, what am I going to say here? Is this, is this okay? Like, what are they going to think? The more and more I can release that, the more I can just be myself with you here on this podcast. <laughs> like I know, I know for sure there were, there's been episodes where I'm like, trying to, you know, plan too much and like something doesn't, doesn't come out right. So I get all like, I start backtracking and maybe you felt that too. And hopefully what you're feeling now is that I am here with my list of, you know, lessons that I want to share, but mostly a hundred percent. If my phone died right now and I didn't have my little notes here in my notes section, um, I'd still be able to share what I need to share because I'm living my truth. I'm living honestly I'm speaking from a place of my center and that's what I hope for you as well. Okay. Number seven is release expectations, release expectations. Now this, this does go with goal setting. Like you can have goals and release expectations and maybe another word for expectations could be attachments. So maybe when I started my podcast, I thought I was going to hit a million downloads in the first hundred episodes. <laughs> that was an expectation I had. And then maybe if I had that expectation, I was really attached to it and I didn't hit a million, which I did not. Um, I would say, well, this isn't working and just stop it. But maybe that's not where I meant to go. Like maybe I will hit a million someday. Maybe I won't, but I'm not going to stop doing it. I have other metrics of success, like getting all the DMs I get from you guys saying thank you and asking questions and connecting, the reviews I get, the personal emails that I get, those of you who joined my circle over the years and those of you yet to join, right? That's, that's another metrics of, of success that I have. So I release expectations. I follow my excitement and my intuition. And the more and more and more and more I can do that because it is a journey. It's not one and done. None of this is one and done. It's all a journey. <laughs> I hope you're getting that by now. Um, the more I can have fun as I go, the more I feel um, excited to hit record, the less resistance I have to sitting down and doing it, the more comfortable I feel paying my team to record this and to process it and edit it and all of that and post it. The more I can do that, the more you benefit and the more I benefit because when I benefit, you benefit. So think of your project, your idea, your goal, like that. The more you love doing it, that energy goes through and permeates the entire thing. And on the other side, whether you're creating pottery, designing clothes, coaching on Instagram, like whatever it is, if you're having fun, your receivers of that thing or service will feel it, which I hope, hope you can feel my excitement for this podcast because I keep showing up. And maybe like six months ago, I decided to add a second episode every week with the meditation. And I love it. Like I love recording meditations for you. I wouldn't do it because I thought I should. I did it because I absolutely love recording guided meditations. And I never run out of ideas. 
and I get more and more downloads of them. And that's how it should be for me. That's how I like it. Which leads me to the next lesson, which is have fun. Have fun. Like I think along the way, people just stop playing, stop having fun and everything's gotten so serious, which, hey, it totally is serious and does not delete the fun. That's why in my feminine metrics of success, if you heard the intro to the podcast, it's all about pleasure, play, ease, grace, and a slower pace. Because when you're doing those things and when that's how you measure success, you will have no choice (laughs) but to, to create from a place of alignment, right? I know there are serious, listen, life is serious enough without us adding like the need to be so serious and you can switch that flip really quickly. Okay. Like I know I've, I've had funks of, you know, I've recorded episodes about being in a funk. Um, I've dealt with depression. I've had shit happen in my life. I've lost many people that I love. Like I've, you know, there are serious things that have happened in my life just like yours. And the more I can remember to laugh and be silly and just turn on the music and have a good time. And I'm not always feeling it. Like, believe me, I am not always feeling it. There are like yesterday, I don't know why everything was making me cry. Like I was so sentimental, not like sobbing, crying, but I was just like, Oh, I'm just so sad, but I'm not sad. I wasn't really sad, but I just let it be. You know, it's when we try to shove ourselves out of what we're feeling that we actually can't access the fun and the play because we have so many other emotions piled up inside of us. You know that you haven't processed your emotions through tears or movement or journaling or sharing um, when you know you can't have fun. Like when laughter doesn't come easily, it's because you've pushed down so much. You've suppressed your own emotions. So this is why I teach in the circle. We have lots of ways of expression, expressing our emotions. We have even just in the coming together, twice a month in the live calls and having a place where we can go where we feel safe to express ourselves in in itself lets us move. I can't tell you how many group calls we've had where in the beginning, like it felt so a lot, (laughs) like people were sad or like things were going on. And by the end of it, you know, we're together, we're talking, we move, we, we journal, all the things we do by the end of it, people are always like, Oh, I feel so much better. Like I feel so much lighter. I'm going to go take a walk. I'm going to go have some fun. I'm going to go play with my kids. Like that is what I want for you. That's why the circle is in its sixth year and still going strong is because I am there to remind you, pat you on the shoulder and be like, Hey, let's feel our feelings (laughs) and connect and talk about all the things we need to talk about. And please, let's not forget to turn on that music, shake our bodies, and have fun. Okay, number nine is trust, trust, trust. It should be number one and number 11. That should be both. That should be all of it. (laughs) So you know, one of the things that I talk about all the time is trusting yourself. Trusting yourself to be the first and last decision point in your life. Trusting yourself to nurture and raise your family the way you want, trusting yourself to dress the way you want, eat the foods that feel intuitively good for you, live life on your own freaking terms, right? I think self-doubt and comparison is the number one killer of all dreams. And I don't think I know, 
I've been a coach for a long time now, 20 years-ish. I don't even know anymore. I lost count. I've been leading women's circles for many years, and it never fails. Self-doubt, comparison, feeling like you're not far enough ahead is just the, ugh, ugh, can we just stop it? (laughs) And I'm talking to myself here as much as I'm speaking with you, but I think, um, you know, I've done this many times. Like I've wanted to do something, but then I see somebody else doing it a different way. And I'm like, oh, I must do it that way because that's how they're doing it. And they're so successful. But that's an illusion. What you're seeing someone else do is a compilation of many ways that they were being and what they were creating along the way. So it's so important that you learn to trust your own way. Do the magic morning practice your own way. Build friendships your own way. you know, create your home and your life and your business your own way and trust yourself, trust yourself, trust yourself. Not saying that you never have self-doubt. I think that's a normal reaction to leaving your comfort zone. But learning to navigate and dance with that fear is where the magic happens, right? I'm going to talk more about this in other episodes. And of course, if you've listened to my inner authority framework, you know, trust is the solution. Trust is the outcome of me teaching how you trust your inner authority. So if you have any specific questions, please let me know. Um, And of course, you're always invited to the circle. I'm going to share a very special uh, 200th episode announcement at the end in just a little bit. So stay with me here. Lesson number 10 is daily tending to your energy, which is my definition of self-care. Daily tending to your energy. And the way I teach this is through the magic morning habit or the magic morning practice, which is still free as of now, which it might change. And it's one of the pillar teachings in the divine self-care circle. You can still access it for free now. If you can go to the show notes and see it there. Um, you can also go to my Instagram at Elena underscore Lipson and click on my bio link and you can get it there. Um, I just updated all the playlists. I created a journal for you and a whole new video. You can check it out there. Um, but this is how, this is my, one of my main ways of date. Like no matter what I do, this gets done in some version, regardless of where I am. I was even camping this weekend for my son's birthday and I, everyone was sleeping. I get up early with my journal and I meditate and I go for a walk and I journal and I write and I actually added reading this weekend. I still do it because it's my daily tending. Sometimes it's five, 10 minutes. Sometimes it's an hour. Like it changes based on, you know, what's, what's happening for me that day. Um, but it's such a powerful attunement practice. And when you're going to commit yourself to a project, a goal, a vision, you need to have daily tending and attunement of your energy. And if you don't think you do, I guarantee you, I have coached enough women from burnout, overwhelm, from autoimmune disease, all kinds of stuff where you start to slip off of that daily practice idea and you're like, oh, I'll do it later. And you all of a sudden you realize it's six months later, you're burnt out, you hit your work, you hit your family, you hit your life, right? Like, what happened? How did I get here? How am I so angry? Um, it's because you weren't doing the daily tending and attuning of your energy, which again is how I describe self-care. Of course, manicures are fun, but no, this is the self-care that I'm talking about here. <clears throat> Excuse me. And finally, 11, which is a bonus tip, it's create a circle of support of people who know, this is key here, not just any people, 
because it doesn't work. People who know and believe in what you're capable of and key number two will always remind you when you're in self-doubt. Having a circle of other women, it's really important actually. Women's circles are actually really, really important. It's an ancient practice. Um, scientifically, it helps you access uh, the happy chemicals, oxytocin in your body. When you gather, when you listen, when you're heard, when you feel like you belong. But the key here is not just any circle. Right? Like if you're gathering with people who are negative and pessimistic and like, ah, screw it, let's just go open another bottle of wine and forget work. Like, yeah, I guess that's fun every once in a while to do. And believe me, we all need that. Like, stop talking about work. Let's just have fun. Not that work can't be fun, which it could be fun, which when it is fun, now you've hit the magic gold pot, right? Um, but having a circle of, of women who believe in you, are motivated to create in their own life from a place of attunement and alignment. And there's a regular, this is key, like a regular connection, not just once in a while, not just like, I've had circles before where they lasted for a year or two and they sort of fizzled out and that's fine. Like I think every circle has its own shelf life. But the reason I, when I created the Divine Self-Care Circle, I decided it was gonna be long-term is because I need continuity. I love deep relationships. Like I love going deep pretty quickly and I love getting to know people over time. And I knew that, you know, 12 weeks or six months or even a year wasn't going to be enough. I wanted to get to know people over time. And that's exactly what happened. As I mentioned earlier, the divine self-care circle now is in its sixth year. And there's women who've been there from the very beginning. There are women who left and came back. There are women who came back and became um, mentors in the circle and are now teaching their own lessons and classes. And the reason I did that is because I wanted it, <laughs> to be honest. Like I knew I needed a circle and I knew I needed to lead and guide in a way that was from within the circle and not from a pedestal. And that's exactly what we have now. So if you're like, oh my gosh, this sounds amazing. And I would love to be doing what I was born to do and do it among other women who are doing the same and have a place to come and connect and share and do all the spiritual woo stuff, but also get like practical ideas and strategies, strategies if I need it, I invite you into the circle. So I was going to close the circle trial in September, but I decided since we're celebrating our 200th episode that I would leave the circle trial. It's a one month trial, which means you come in for $27. And if you decide to stay, then it's $97 a month after that. And the reason this is really key right now is because the pricing is going up in 2021, like way up. The minimum new pricing for 2021 will be $297 a month. And it will include strategic, intuitive business support as well. So if you're in already at the current pricing, which will be $97, then you get to stay. As long as you're in the circle, you get to keep that pricing. Because either December, or I'm not 100% sure the date yet, but it'll be mid-December to mid-January, the pricing will go up significantly. So will the resources and the coaching will focus on business as well as life and self-care and all the good stuff. So the first thing you need to do is go to the show notes. It's the only place to access the trial link, the only place you can access it, and you're only getting this link because you're listening to the podcast. So you click on the link. You sign up 
and you'll have a full month access to all of my self-care courses. You will sign up to um, the group live group calls. You'll get a welcome document with all the dates on it. And then you get up to stay up for a month. And if you love it and stay again, you get to pay the $97 a month before we go up to the $297 a month starting in either mid-December or mid-January. If you have any questions and you're like, can you say that all again? <laughs> Just press rewind and listen to it again. Um, or if you have any specific questions like logistics and you, you know, you're going to read it, but you're not sure you have some doubts or you just want to get some clarification, then the best thing to do is to send me a DM or email us at info at elenalipson.com. And remember the only place to access this trial link is in the show notes of the podcast. So oh, that's it. 200 episodes. Unbelievable. I'm so excited. No, it is believable because <laughs> I knew. So I'm going to go off and set my new goals for my podcast. And I don't know if it's as simple as just deciding like I'm going to 300 and see what happens. Um, we'll see. I'm going to really feel into it and it's not going away. Don't worry. <laughs> I just need to have like this intuitive intrinsic guide, right? Like my inner compass needs to point the direction. I don't know whether we're going to start doing interviews, which I think we are. Um, I think we might start doing some like workshop style uh, episodes where I'm guiding you through some journal prompts. Um, I'm not sure yet. I'm going to, I'm going to leave that <laughs> because I, we do all of that in the circle. So I don't necessarily know that I want to emulate it here on the podcast, but um, I might, I might show you like, I might actually pull the curtains back a little bit and show you what we do inside the circle and do it here as a podcast. So have an amazing rest of your day. Those of you feeling called to step inside the circle, I can't wait to see you inside. It would be my privilege and honor to be your mentor in circle. Thank you so much for being here, whether this is the first episode you listen to or the 200th. Thank you from the bottom of my heart, from my soul, ah, all of me. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I'll see you on the next episode of the Meditations and Musings podcast. Go take care of yourself. Thank you so much for listening and learning about the new divine self-care way of being in your life, business, and the bedroom based on the divine feminine metrics of success, pleasure, play, ease, grace, and a slower pace. If you're ready to bust the myth of overwhelm and tap into an inspired start to each day, I've put together a free video series for you to help you start each day with energy, inspiration, and ignite that inner pilot light which attracts joy, magic, and synchronicity. You can access my three-step magic morning practice to help you ignite your inner light and attract the abundance that you're craving. Head on over to elenalipson.com forward slash gift. And if you enjoyed this episode, I would so love if you share it with a friend, a sister, a mother, a daughter, and please leave a review. That is how the magic starts to ripple out. Here's wishing you a day full of beauty, magic, and divine self-care. I'll see you next time at the Meditations and Musings podcast.